So you'll have to get like way up on it, Nini. Way up on like it. Up, up like this, you mean? Yeah, up on okay. it like a clit. All right, got or it. A, or a micro penis. We don't, we're got not it. sure. We, Whichever. Yeah. Whichever you prefer. No judgment. No, this is a judgment-free zone. That's not actually true. We, we do a fair bit of making fun of things. It's a poor judgment zone. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Do you have um, Apple Music? Yes. When I can't sleep, I download a bunch of stuff, and mm. then I forget about it. And then the next morning, I'm like, oh, apparently I went at, on a Thai Seagal <laughs> binge last night. Is it $10 a month? I think so. They, keep, they just sent me a notification that my billing information needs to be updated, so I'm going to get right on that. You're right on top of that. Right on top of that, Rose. God damn it, I can't find the right one. This is just not going well today. Is this our, our pre? It's something. Pre-show there chatter. Hey, girl. It's Secretly Timid. It's me. It's Megan. And I'm here with John. Hi. And special guest, Nini. Hello. Hi. Thanks for being here, Nini. You're welcome. We're so glad to have you. Glad to be here. <laughs> Long-time listener, first-time guest. Actually, you've never listened to this show, have you? <laughs> no. That's Okay. <laughs> Nobody does. Megan, is it's your birthday today. Happy birthday. Thank you. I'm not going to sing because I don't sing it. It is my birthday today. Do you like it when people sing happy birthday to you? Uh, no. I don't. Does anybody like it? Because mm, you're just sitting there okay. awkwardly okay. like, what am I supposed to do right now? I it's think short, though. It's short. It is a short song, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe people with borderline personality disorder really enjoy it. Because? Attention-seeking behavior. Ah, I see. Yeah. I was in paralegal school mm-hmm. when that happy birthday song went back into, or not back, but entered the, the what's it called, public domain? Yeah. So now you can hear it on television shows without having to pay royalties. Amazing. Did wait, wait, a person, Michael Jackson? a person wrote the happy birthday song like and had rights to it or something? Uh, yeah. I thought it was just this Some thing that came out of yeah. the primordial ooze of history. <laughs> I didn't realize it had an author. Some lyrical genius. <laughs> I forget. I forget the rules for Didn't like Michael Jackson own it, the rights to it for a long time. I mean, somebody did. I thought no, it would have to be somebody from way back when because I can't remember. I can't remember the rules. It's like the copyright lasts until the the creator dies, plus like seventy years. years, something like that. Hmm. And he hasn't been dead for that long. It oh, God, but it seems older. like it, doesn't it? All right, who... Oh, yeah, what's our featured song of the week? Featured song is Crimson and Clover by... You want to start that over? Crimson and Clover. Correct, yeah. By Good. the Pom Pom Squad. It's right. a cover. Who originally did it? It was a guy in, in the oh. Chantels or something like that. And then, I mean, I think it was probably... The mainstream probably heard it from Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Or is it The Runaways? Mm. We do our research here. We do. Michael Bassner would probably know. He's going to be on the show soon. 
Really? For with sound. He doesn't know it yet, but I'm going to oh, make it I, happen. That was my next question was, you, you've <laughs> spoken to him? All right, well. Psychically. Okay. Uh, that's not real. Uh, I'm glad that he's going to be forced to be on the show, though. That's good. We could shame him into doing it. Uh, he doesn't know shame. Just tell everyone publicly that he's agreed to be on the show and then... It's American Sisters, Patty Hill and Mildred J. Hill wrote happy birthday to you. Oh, well. They are both dead. Thank you for your gift to the world, ladies. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a fucking stupid song. Sorry, Mildred and Patty. Patty! I'm sorry. I'm in a horrible, weird, strange, morbid mood. Did they get royal? They got royalties from that. That's why nobody ever did it. That's like, why if you're watching Big Brother and they were happy birthday and then it's cut. Uh, so that you didn't have to pay them those. I wonder how much wretches. money in total they made off of that song. Nothing, because nobody would play it. <laughs> oh. They may have done for a while. I'm how did sure that become so did. popular? Because it's easy to remember. <sighs> What's happened? It was this printed week? in 1912. In January 1st, 2017, the copyright expired. So. When? Uh, 2017. January 1st, 2017. Oh, thank God. Yeah. So I'm glad that's over. So if we wanted to, to, to serenade you right now, we could. There's no need. I appreciate that, though. I appreciate the sentiment more than I do the, the act of. In 2008, I lost my place. Uh, 2008, Warner collected, uh, Warner Chapel Music, by the way, collected $5,000 a day in royalties for the Happy Birthday song. Nice. So that's a pretty good, you know, I would I'd like $5,000 a day. Not to mention all those biters that were out there that weren't even paying the royalties. Yeah. Like, like, like the people at, at like Chuck E. Cheese and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Chuck E. Cheese has them to file bankruptcy. Oh, dear. Because of the corona. I was never invested in Chuck E. Cheese. I cared only for showbiz pizza. I know. Showbiz pizza, that was where it's fucking at. We, that's what we had in Georgia. I didn't see Chuck E. Cheese until I moved to Texas. Uh, it's where a kid could be a kid. It's where they had that mouse, that pom-pom uh muff, muffy M- muffy no that was today's special <laughs> mm. what was the i just remember her tits name? were always lopsided it was something like muffy <laughs> hold on a minute hold on now, why did a mouse lady have just two breasts shouldn't she have like six breasts because she was a mouse what mouse lady are you referring to from showbiz pizza the cheerleader she didn't even fucking get to play an instrument no just... she was just there for moral support <laughs> uh there was there was Fats the gorilla. Well, I mean, you might. I mean, you're getting older, but your memory's still sharp as a tack. Because well, I don't remember any of these people. That's because I saw Rockfire Explosion, the showbiz pizza documentary. Oh, about how Chuck E. Cheese took it over. I mean, it kind of did. There was another one. Another. What is wrong with me today? There is another one, kind of like showbiz in uh, Georgia. I forget what it was called. I just remember there was one of those animatronical things, but it was on a swing, and it scared the shit out of me when I was little. And yeah. I hid underneath the table, and my sister for the longest time would always remind me how I got scared. It's um, Mitzi. Mitzi. Ugh. 
Yeah. That's another name you don't hear anymore. Mitzi's, Mildred's, Patty's. They're coming back. Mildred. Would you name a child Mildred? No, but I know some hipsters who definitely would. I have three friends who have named their kids Otis. <sighs> because it's like ironic. Man, I don't know why. Something. The only... I mean, Otis Redding, maybe, but he didn't have a happy ending. The elevator company. No. Otis. It was Marvin Gaye that was killed by his dad, right? Um, I mean, I don't remember. I think so, yeah, yeah. Otis, was he the one with the, the, the hot oil in the face? Is that Otis Redding? What? No, Otis Redding died in a plane crash. Oh. That's bad. That's Would a bad Would you ever man. fuck a Mildred? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm... I can't think of like an unsexier name than Mildred. Like if it was a dude named Mildred? No, if you were, let's say, a dude and you're a heterosexual and you like to vote chicks, would you fuck a lady named Mildred? I mean, I don't necessarily discriminate based on name alone. I think I would have to discriminate against Mildred. I mean, there's like a a points uh, accumulation that that I calculate before I decide to have sex with somebody. I'd have, have to, to have at least one point. <laughs> <laughs> you have to think of a nickname for Mildred. If I was Mildred, I'd, I'd, I'd come up with a nickname. and I would What would it be, John? Millie. I mean, that's not very imaginative. Cleopatra. Something completely... <laughs> I, was watching, I was watching a new show, and one of the... the sp- people that were on talking and sharing her opinion her name was nefertiti and i was like well there you go <laughs> your parents shot for the stars is that uh tutan commons nope no was it no uh not his wife it was an egyptian person right but she has that famous bust yes mm-hmm. she's supposed to be very beautiful but i read an article in national geographic that suggested that that was a um man that was a characterization of her face and not actually how she looked there's that uh, instagram account uh well there's two of them one of them's history colored where they take old photographs and colorize them it's mm-hmm. interesting and there's another one i i need to look it up cuz i don't have it or off the top of my head, but she takes all of these old uh, statues and stuff, and she kind of recreates what they would look like if they were alive today. And I think she did a Nefertiti and a Cleopatra. Cleopatra surprised me because uh, she looks more like Middle Eastern than we would think of somebody that's from Egypt. Right. And there's a whole explanation for it. It's like, it's Africa, but it's also part of the Middle East. I don't even know. I don't even think we're supposed to say Middle East anymore. No? No. I'm supposed to say like, like uh, Asia West Asia minor. or something. I don't, yeah. What are we supposed to say? I think West Asian or I don't know. Oh, man. No. I, just, I just need like a... A term. Well, I just need a list. I need a notification when things like this are going to happen so I don't find myself on the wrong side of history. That's all. Yeah. Well, I think you probably got it and you just... Didn't I didn't read that email. <laughs> right. So... You don't have a will. Uh, no. Is it high? Do you have an in, uh, a uh, living will? A thing I, have, that says I have no wills. You need to get one. Okay. It's time. All right. Will I'm you gonna... help me write one? <clears throat> I, I will uh, go to LegalZoom. Google for it. You. Sure. 
<laughs> but you got to give me your credit card. Okay. <laughs> they're not. I mean, they're not. If you went to like an estate planner yeah. for, I mean, what we have, it's really not that complicated and it's not that expensive what either. Do you mean what we have? <laughs> you we don't got know what shit. I have. <laughs> you got a, you've got a house. You got a car. Riches. And I, I mean, do you have stocks? Do you have investment properties all around then? I have no investment properties. See, simple, easy peasy, a day's work, get a witness, get it notarized, file it away or don't file it away. I've got some index got funds. I don't even know what that is. It's a, we are not where our parents were. Well, no, they were shackled by young children and had given up on having a life of their own. It's true. By age 40, so I think <laughs> I think we're winning. They had nothing that they could think of to do that was more <laughs> enjoyable than accumulating wealth. <laughs> they had no, no other options. Right. Uh, so they could give it to their Us. children. <laughs> so I'm fine. <laughs> I think we're but fine. But have you thought about that? Like all of our friends, like I'm trying to think of all of our friends, you know, bless them, they're all wonderful people but i'm like none most of, of are, them are none of us are doing very good <laughs> as far as i mean i mean in, what do you in mean? spirit and soul we are but i mean just compared to our the generation behind us what, what do you mean by that john what what uh, i don't have like i have a portfolio but it's only worth like a thousand dollars like i want a <laughs> stock portfolio and actually i don't i'm just comparing myself to some things that we shouldn't compare ourselves to uh well look uh like like uh, Nini said, we don't. Mm, maybe we we're not focusing on the accumulation of wealth, but we we're also don't have not the following kind of, their their tracks. We don't have the kind of expenses That's now true. and into perpetuity that our parents have or had. That's true. So I appreciate them doing that for me, and I am going to keep all of it. <laughs> And I'm not going to give it to any children. It's mine. <laughs> so I'm just going to let them do the work and keep myself afloat. Uh, have you... I'll, I'll need to share it to you. Have you seen that that uh, home video of what happened yesterday in Plano, Texas? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> Where would we have seen that? Uh, on Facebook. Uh, there is a... Uh, uh, fireworks bizarre that did not go as planned and it ended up in a bunch of server nights scattering and screaming and fire everywhere who was scattering and screaming suburbanites oh okay <laughs> plainer residents well they tend to overreact suburbanites i, don't, I mean the, the fire that this created was pretty uh substantial so they had a right to scream and scatter but it was where in plano i'm not sure okay uh, plano is a a near suburb to yeah, here. Yeah, I keep on thinking that you're from here, but you're not. Yeah, I know what Plano is. Though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like the fireworks that were supposed to go off, like, up in the air, they just went off on the ground. <laughs> okay. And you hear somebody say, get in the car! <laughs> as it's just... As <laughs> you are enjoying it still. I am. I... That... That really sounds like something. <laughs> I'm certainly going to look into that. Oh, then I have my own little moment. Nothing but happens in the suburbs, though. So, like, when something does happen, they they just lose it. Oh, no. Have you watched Unsolved Mysteries? It's back. The old Shit one? does go down in the suburbs. It's a new one? 
Yeah, they have a new one. Is it as good as the old one? I mean, I don't think you can really compare them because the old one, they had that creepy-ass host that I think is dead now, and so he's not around. Robert Stack. Yeah. Don't talk about him like that. He was creepy. Mm. That's the reason why he got the job is because he was creepy. He was He had that trench coat, and those eyes are like, he could be possessed by the devil if he does exist, and he's telling us all these horror. I mean, the, the thing that really got me as a kid was just the theme song. Yeah. Maybe as theme song. Remind me how the theme song went. <laughs> it's like a da, mixture da, between. Da, 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 da. It was like uh, Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, there was some piano You're around Solve Mysteries. We used to watch it. No, I, I remember seeing it. I just don't recall the theme song specifically. I'll play it for you. Awesome. Let's have it queued up on the Netflix. I'm on episode you two. You should queue it up on your phone and play it right now. Oh, it did. Right. Uh, it did make uh, the hair on your neck stand up, though. I, I do recall that being the case. Do you remember? <laughs> we, we used to watch uh, Rescue 911. Oh. Do you remember that? I used no, to watch I that don't. too. That because that <laughs> because one one time, uh, you and Josh and I. We're watching an episode, and we decided that it would be most funny if there was <laughs> if there was a show called Almost Rescue Nine One One. We got there where a you too late. Almost just about saved them, but in the end, they ended up dying. Yeah, that would be uh, it'd be more entertaining. <laughs> I would. would you prefer to listen to the original or the two thousand and two? The original one, or twenty twenty. The original. Yeah. Okay. Remind him. Here it comes. <laughs> I feel like we need to do a rap over this. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, like a free, freestyle of John. No? <laughs> Danny? No? Sorry, my freestyle skills are a little rusty. <laughs> I'll fade it out. It was a good show. That was a good show. It was a show. great show. Um, the Amelia Earhart one will always be the creepiest to me. Dude, there was that article a few years ago. Did you read it? That they think that they found her skeleton and her navigator's skeleton a long time ago and just dismissed it. And then they no. revisited that. And yeah. What did they think happened to her? Uh, that she crashed and they were stranded and they died of starvation. Oh, okay. Because very anticlimactic. They made it sound like they were eaten by cannibals and she was probably raped. I don't know why they threw that second part in there, but they're like, then they they discovered that she was a woman when they stripped her naked. Yeah. Well, I mean, if women don't have a lot of purpose and if she can't fly anymore, then you get the rest of the value out and then you harvest. Eat them up. <laughs> That's not funny. Rape's not funny. Have you seen the uh, the <laughs> the the? I missed that. What'd yeah, you say? Nothing. <laughs> the BuzzFeed uh, series called Ruined History. Nope. Oh, you should watch. It's pretty funny. Do you want to describe what's, it what's to it me? What's it about? Like it's like unsolved mysteries, but funny. It's uh, they talk about historical things that you probably not have heard of, 
And they make jokes about it. Is it called Ruined History because yes. it's episodes of history that went poorly or what? No, I think it's because they're ruining it. Ah, okay. Because they're okay. simplifying it. So the, the retelling of the history is what's ruined. Is, it it's ruined. done poorly. Like, yeah. like it's drunk very history, poorly. kind it's of. A, it's a lot like drunk history. Drunk history is hilarious. Yeah. I fucking love that show. Did you see the one where the guy like got alcohol poisoning in the middle of it and was like mm. vomiting everywhere? I have seen someone vomit in that show. I don't know if that's the episode you're... Well, I mean, pro tip, you if speak. you're vomiting because you're drunk, it means you have alcohol poisoning, I would think. Yeah, but you know, your body's like eject. You're, you're unpoisoning die. yourself, though, so yeah. it's going to be fine. Yeah, agree. It's when you don't puke <laughs> that you have to worry. Yeah. Or when you do puke, but then you're passed out, and then you drown in your own vomit. Like, that's happened before to people, unfortunately. Like Jimi Hendrix? Possibly. I don't know how he died. Was he not the the oil skillet? Who was it that it got oil, the oil skillet? Who got the oil? The skillet of oil. Well, in just the face. look up oil skillet. We just need to put this to bed, right now. Soul singer. Are you sure it wasn't oil. someone in the Middle Ages? That sounds like a fairly. I'm positive. Okay. Um, Jimi Hendrix choked on his own vomit, right? Yeah. And so, Janis so Joplin. Was, yeah, she Al did Green. too. Al Green got Al a skillet. Al Green got scalding hot grits on his back. On his, his back. <laughs> Ex-girlfriend. That's not as bad. She did it on purpose? Hell yeah, she did. Damn. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. That's, that was mean. He was taking a bath at the time, according to that article that I looked at for a second. Was she? For whom was she making the grits? I guess for him. While he was in the bath? So at some point, she went from like, oh, I'm going to make some tasty grits for, for my I'm buddy a, Al. I'm to like, fuck this dude. <laughs> I'm going to throw shit all over his back and scar him for life. <laughs> I was, I'm going to assume that there is some infidelity probably involved. Yeah, on October 18th, 1974, Green's girlfriend, Mary Woodson, assaulted him and then committed suicide. Oh, didn't Jesus. know that part. At his Memphis home. Although she was already married with three children, Woodson became upset when Green refused to marry her. She doused him with a pot of boiling grits as he was preparing for bed in the bathroom, causing second-degree burns on his back, stomach, and arms, which required skin grafts. Shortly after, Woodson fatally shot herself with his thirty-eight handgun. And then she found the police found an apparent suicide note inside Woodson's purse that declared her intentions and her reasons. A few, day, a few days prior, Green had sent Woodson to convalesce at the home. What does that even mean? Uh, to recover. At the home. Oh, okay. After she had taken a handful of sleeping pills and slit her wrists, Green cited this incident as a wake-up call to change his life. She was very surprised after that the uh, the wrist slitting uh, incident didn't make him more enthusiastic about the prospect of marriage. Mean, what do you mean you don't want to marry me? I thought that would do the trick. She sounds a little unreasonable. Lordy, that is unfortunate. So I might have gotten some details wrong. Well, I mean, I liked your story. (laughs) That was a good one, too. I mean, it it is somewhat flattering, though, when someone (laughs) blows their brains out over you, right? You've got to be like, yes, I still got it. (laughs) Oh, nobody's ever done that for me. It's unusual for women to blow their brains out because normally they uh, poison themselves because yeah. they, they want to have it look good for the casket. Plus, they also like to like almost kill themselves, back to your theme, because they like, you know, you get more attention and attention shit Attention-seeking behavior. Yeah. <gasps> Speaking of which, there was a uh, woman on Twitter that I looked at that was 
that was saying that she was going to commit suicide and everybody was helping her like don't do it don't do it don't do it but i was looking through her feed and she had a lot of uh problems it looked like she was saying that the cia was like rectically raping her for a year i'm like this Ooh. person's having an episode yeah i think the cia them. doesn't they don't you do have, that yeah, anymore. She doesn't have the kind of money to get the CIA to do that. <laughs> it takes a lot of resources to get them to put in the effort to do those sorts of things. Uh, the unintended consequence, uh, actually, a lot of times is that uh, when people are, uh, when the suicide threat is attention seeking, a lot of times they accidentally kill themselves. Mm. For example, I had a client in. Uh, another state where I worked years ago who who had like regular threats to kill herself um, but the last time she accidentally slipped off of the oh no overpass man so, how do you know it was accidentally um, did she say like right before she hit like but it was an accident <laughs> <laughs> this is an unintended consequence <laughs> Uh, she said something like, I don't know how to say this without getting a laugh. (laughs) Shit, pull me back up. Oh, no. Yeah. So, and she wasn't there by herself, because that's Have you seen that documentary about the, uh, the Golden Great Bridge? Uh, the bridge? Yeah. Oh, God. This is so more, we need to turn this shit back around. This is your day, man. You are, you are on a roll, a death roll. I really want to... Like I empathize with people that have suicidal thoughts, and I have to. I can only empathize with them because I don't think I've ever had any. Yeah. You know, so it's so foreign to me to. Yeah. Like, there's no entry point for me to like. I really understand what that's like because I don't. Yeah. I don't even understand the attention seeking part. Yep. I don't think I've ever been clinically depressed. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Have you? Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never really wanted to die. Nothing like that. Yeah, I've been sad before, but not like I can't get out of the bed. Uh, yeah, I don't want to eat. I don't want to sleep. I've never been like that. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Uh, for most people, it lets up, though, eventually, and go back to normal. Go back no, to I, I saw bad. I saw statistics on this. This is not particularly entertaining, but I thought it was interesting. Like, uh, whatever, some percentage, like fifty or sixty percent of people, will have like a depressive fairly, episode. Yeah, fairly bad depression at some point, but then only like seventy percent of those will have it happen again, and only like seventy percent of those will have it happen again. So if you most people eventually like reach some kind of equilibrium where it stops happening to them, which is cool, right? Emotional homeostasis. Yeah. Is that like the official term? Uh, just make that up? No, I just made that yeah. up. But, um, yeah. And then there are adjustment disorders where there's an identifiable stressor that, is, that, you, can, that you can attribute the symptoms to. And that's not really a pathological thing it's a it's a a, re, a stress reaction so yeah i remember seeing like some kind of uh, data that indicated that um like you could get diagnosed with depression and and like medicaid or whatever medicaid would pay for it 
Um, but not if you were in prison because they didn't deem it to be like medical. Because like, you should course, be depressed yeah, about you, being in prison. Of course you're fucking depressed. You're in prison, right. right? You don't have a mental disorder. Like this is you we would be more concerned if you weren't depressed. Yeah. If you like being here, you have a different problem than the one you think you have. Yeah. That makes sense. And uh, medication can be helpful for people with an adjustment disorder just to temporarily get them up to where they need to be so they can pull themselves out of whatever. But it isn't like changing medication or getting off medication hard to? Uh, no, it's usually pretty you easy to, to like titrate somebody doctor. off of an anti. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some of them don't have withdrawal symptoms, well, but I've a heard lot of, of people going through like a weird loop where they, they get medicated, they start feeling better and they're like, I don't need medication anymore. Yeah. So they, they stop taking medication on their right. own and they, the symptoms come back and they have to get medicated again. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there are antidepressants that that can cause some withdrawal symptoms if you just stop them cold turkey. But most people don't have to take antidepressants for years and years and years. I was chatting with one of my coworkers because my company, we recently switched benefits. And um, I didn't inquire really what medication she was referring to, but she's freaking out because she needs her medicine and she needs it July 1st and the insurance insurance kicks in July 1st and uh, she was having trouble getting them so that she could have the medicine exactly on July 1st. Who is this? A coworker of mine. Okay. So I don't know what, what she was referring to and I wasn't going to ask further i was just like oh no i hope it works out for you so she's already on medication and she needs a refill she needs a refill i gotcha that same they could probably retroactively reimburse her for that i hope so but uh yeah that sucks although most antidepressants uh i mean i have generics and you can get them for very cheap like eight dollars so it might not be antidepressants it might be something for it could be an atypical antipsychotic something or that for mood stabilization Ah. still many of the well atypical one yeah many of those have generics too most of the drugs that are used the psychotropics that are used now have been on the market for a really long time Mm so well ain't it a shitter when uh we learn that our tax dollars went to funding a lot of these medicines and the insurance company takes those funds, creates the medicine. If we lived in other parts of the world, we get the medicine for $4, but here we're paying it like $200 a pill. Yeah. There's a, everything's fucked. The pharmaceutical industry in the U S is pretty, pretty fucked up. How was your week? How was your birthday? birthday? How was your birthday? Uh, it's so far so good. I get to talk about suicide and, uh, I mean, I felt like I was 40 when I was 16. So yes, I do feel like I'm 16. Um, yeah, I just like to keep my expectations like on the low end. So appreciate that. I did not bring any black balloons for you. No over-the-hill jokes. You wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have. I was so thinking stupid. about that the other day. Like, I remember my parents, like, my dad having a 40th birthday party and those over-the-hill balloons and over-the-hill cards and stuff. Yeah. Like, does that mean, like, so now it's downhill? Like, 
Like I'm on the Why decline. did we decide 40? Shouldn't it be 50? 50 is a better number because it's like half a century and then you're really old. I think because m- most people die around 80. Yeah. You know? So it's like kind of halfway. Yeah. Hmm. It is funny though. They would make it into like this big thing, you know, whereas I feel like it's a non-event for us. Right. You yeah. know, it does. It did not feel significant when it happened to me. You're over 40? I thought you were younger than us. No, I'm 41, actually. Wow. Yeah. Do you have any children? Thankfully, (laughs) no. I think it's best for both I and for The children of the world. (laughs) (laughs) I think you could be a good dad. Sure, I I could. (laughs) If I felt like it. (laughs) He values his life more than that. Are you married, single? I am happily divorced. (laughs) Oh. um. It's the best. Yeah, we're a divorce club. I'm afraid. Yeah, that's part of the reason why I don't want to get married. You're afraid of what? Divorce. Why? I like. Do you know this is so deep? Do you, looking back at your failed marriages, <laughs> I've only had one. It for wasn't. The I mean, collectively, it wasn't failed. Two it, it was. It just went out with a bang. That's all. <laughs> it wasn't. It was. It was more of my wife that went out with the bang. I. I just was masturbating a lot, but whatever. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't shoot her. Just to clarify. <laughs> I was it so confused. Like, oh my god! It wasn't a Marvin Gaye dad situation. It was <laughs> just a divorce. But looking back on your relationship, can you pinpoint a moment where you're like, man, I just fell out of love. Yes, it was about uh, two years before I got married. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. We're just afraid of confrontation? A little bit. We were talking about this on the way here, actually. Uh, We were talking about, like, seeing yourself making a bad decision but not being able to stop yourself from doing it, uh, specifically in the context of relationships. And I remember like, cause I told you the story about how my ex-husband proposed to me when I went on a business trip with him and I didn't expect him to do that. And I thought like the first thought that came to my mind was shit. If I say no, he's my ride home. <laughs> like that motherfucker would not have driven me back to, to champagne. Like I would have had to find <laughs> some way to get back from Milwaukee. Um, sounds like a joke but it isn't also i lived in his house i moved up there to uh be with him so the only like social support i had in the area was friends from work and i had a shit salary at the time so i wasn't going to be able to like um afford to support myself very well you know i'd have to find a roommate or something and i didn't know that many people so it was a bad situation um, and I thought like, I didn't think I could, I can change this person. I eventually thought like, maybe I can just get used to this, yeah, like the way he is. But that was foolish. And I knew it was foolish. And I went through with it anyway. Wow. Nini. What was the question again? <laughs> was there a point yeah. where, where like, no, there wasn't like a specific point. Cause it, it's like kind of bipolar, at least for me, where it's like, you know, you can't stand this person and then a couple days go by. You know, you get into a fight, you can't stand them, right? Then a couple days go by and you love them again, right? And and, and so it just kind of kept going back and forth like that. 
I mean, I definitely did fall out of love with her, but I couldn't say when it happened. It was more of like a very, it was like boiling the frog, like like the frog doesn't, you, you know that analogy, right? No, it was like that, you know? it. but it was definitely true at the end. It was like, uh, I just wanted out. I just, it was like, I don't know, having this huge crap that you needed to take and then finally <laughs> getting to take it. It's just a huge relief. And then, and then you've instantly lost five pounds. Yeah. <laughs> or 105 pounds, I yes. guess. Yeah. Maybe 125. Do you think you ever get married again? Uh, Maybe. I doubt it. No. I don't, I don't actually, I don't know if I even like the institution of marriage anymore. Yeah. I think it comes from a different time and when with more like economic and civil rights like equality and stuff between um you know different genders and things i mean i don't have a problem with marriage existing if people want to get married that that's fine but i don't i feel like the reasons that marriage was created don't exist anymore yeah. so i don't really get what the point is what do you feel about have you heard uh some more modern people wanting to entering marriage contracts as contracts with an offer to renew a contract. So you're married for five years what? and you come together and decide if you want to do five more. Like it has an expiration date exactly. and you can choose to renew it or, yeah. or not. Yeah. Like a lease. Exactly. Oh, no, <laughs> I haven't heard lease. about that. Do you like it? I think I kind of like it. Hmm. I do. Because the vowels always seem so, I mean, over the top. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel like that would maybe cause some different problems. Like, oh, I know the end of my lease is coming up. Do you want to renew? I know my lease is coming up, and I'm going to renew it because I'm too lazy to go somewhere else. Maybe I'm too lazy to go somewhere else. I don't like moving. Or uh, maybe I should look around and see what the prospects are <laughs> and start trying to decide if I want to renew my lease or not. That seems like that might be a problem. But did you feel any shame when you had to announce that you were getting divorced, like you failed? Yes. See, uh, but it, if you had an offering to say, well, we didn't, we offer, we we chose not to renew. Well, I. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we're still friends. Like it seems like it would be less of a, I don't know. It would, f wouldn't force it, but it would make it more likely that an important conversation that needs to happen happens, right? Yeah. It's a good uh, check-in. If if you want to renew this contract, here are some of my terms. Mm -hmm. Like that? Something like that. Or you have to get that whole STD screening all over again. Mm. Man, I don't know. I'd have to have a really long think on this. I feel like there would be some complications that that, that would cause. I think it would be actually, as an attorney, I think it would be quite difficult for the courts to figure out. Like, You're if, an attorney? Yeah. So if, oh. if, if, if like a... My stuff. If, if every marriage was different... <laughs> You know, if every marriage was different, I mean, there's already like literally like, you know, tens of thousands of pages of court opinions interpreting what, how, you know, the institution of marriage and what the rules are and stuff. But if every freaking marriage was different, then it would become chaos, I think. I think it would be very difficult for the courts to interpret those uniformly. Hmm. That's true with business contracts, though. It could just be a business contract, right? That would take some of the romance out well, of it. Well, in some way, isn't a marriage license kind of a business contract? Well, it's a deal. Kind of? I mean, there's rules, right? Including financial, 
you know, basically right. penalties, right? Mm. I apologize earlier when I said that attorneys were assholes. Did you say that? <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, that's I, why I wanted to go to paralegal school because I liked working with the Bank of America attorneys, even though they're kind of assholes, but they all had that big dick energy that I'm drawn to like a moth to a fucking flame. Oh. I don't feel like you need to apologize. I agree <laughs> with your opinion that you're assholes, including to some extent me. <laughs> uh, I don't know if Nini has BDE or not. He does now. Once you, you said decide. attorney, it just sprouted. Oh, well, then, then that proves that this is all self-generated and is, when I comes at, from within you, John. There is this paralegal hat of... Uh, Firm, what was the firm called in New York? I think it was called like Blank Rome or something like that, mm-hmm. that we did a lot of our shit through. And yeah. she was such a horrible beast that I was the only person that she liked. And that's why I got stuck with the attorneys because nobody else wanted to work with this woman. Huh. <laughs> and she called me like, You're ruining my day. And I'm like, What's wrong? You didn't redact page five. I'm like, okay, <laughs> here you go. <laughs> it was like that all the time. She liked you because you would put up with her bullshit? Yeah, because I thought she was funny. Oh. <laughs> I forget her name, but she was the best. I'd, whenever I saw that she phone number, like I was like, the worst. I know, but I, she was hilarious. She was. Okay. <laughs> it was always about redacting. <laughs> You didn't redact it. And I'm like, why can't you fuck around? I need you to redact this conversation right now, Donna. Immediately. Mm. Yeah, I guess it's good to have that kind of working relationship with someone where you can just like be dicks to each other. And she and actually reminded me. Do you remember uh, Carmen Sandiego? Yeah. Yes. There is. I forget which iteration of the game it was, but there was one version of the game where. The secretary, she reminded me a lot of uh, uh, Janine Melnitz from the Ghostbusters because she had like a New Yorker type accent. Mm -hmm. Secretary. For Carmen Sandiego. And she'd be like, hello. And like whenever she'd call and she'd like give you clues and shit. I don't remember the secretary. Do you? It was a different game. There was so many different versions of that computer game. Oh, you're talking about the computer game, not the show. Not the show. Okay. The The computer game. Uh. Yeah, I kind of. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Remember she had bl- she was she had blonde hair and glasses. God damn, I never fucking won that game. No, it was hard. It went on forever and ever. Was there an ending to that game? I think so. Yeah, you could get them eventually. I think you got mm-hmm. money or something. Yeah, you'd get them all, and then some shit would happen, and they'd break all out yeah, of jail, yeah. and you had to get them all over again. It never right. probably ended. I never once caught Carmen. Oh, me neither. Do we know anyone who ever caught no. Carmen Sandiego? I wonder if there's a cheat code. Like upright, upright, left, right, no. left, right, B-A start. Up, up, down, down. What is left, up, right, left, left, right, left, right, B-A, B-A select, select fucking start. Well, that's for two-player. You just you don't need to hit select if you, uh. it's one-player. <laughs> <laughs> was that for Contra? Yeah. yeah Contra. <laughs> Do you know how I knew I was gay back then or looking back? Whenever, how? Whenever there was any of those games like that, I'd tell my sister, pretend this one's a girl. I wanted to pretend that it was a girl. I'd always like, pretend this one's a girl. How does that make you... How does that tell you that you're gay? Ask all the gay boys. Whenever there was Street Fighter, the only person we'd always play is, is Chun fucking Lee. Okay, but why? <laughs> I don't know why... I don't know why, because we were, were able to identify with Chun Li's plight better than Ryu. What is the <laughs> what is that plight? She's a woman, and people being like, marginalized. Yes, okay. being marginalized. All exactly. Right. Sonya fucking Blade and Chun Li. I preferred to be the female characters because I liked their outfits, 
and I wanted to be in better shape. <laughs> but I wasn't, and I never will be. Did you guys ever play uh, Maniac Mansion Mm-mm. on the NES? I loved that game. No, no. It was so much fun. It was like an old point and clicker. Mm-hmm. Looking back, I guess, because it was actually a computer game that they ported over to the NES. Mm-hmm. What was the purpose of it? Uh, a aliens took over this mansion and they kidnapped the cheerleader. And so now <laughs> her boyfriend and two other friends have to go in and rescue her. Did the cheerleader live there? No, she was kidnapped. From where? Stuck in, from like a basketball game? high school. I don't know. I remember her name was Sandy, and the the player I'd always like was her name was Razor, and she was a lead singer of a like the Pukes or something. She's a punk. Singer. Ooh, cool! And she wore like a slutty black dress, and she had a dog collar on. Did the men ever get kidnapped? Yeah. Oh, they did. Yeah. Well, that's progressive. Yeah, you had you had. Uh, well, at one point in the game, you had to be kidnapped to to progress, and it was there's a lot of like weird subtext going on in that game. Like the Edna was the 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 housewife, the the lady of the house. She was like into S M S and M and shit, like stuff that just flew over our. Really, heads. I mean, we would have been like <laughs> ten if if not even younger when the, and that kind of stuff was in the mm-hmm. game. Weird. That's cool though. Uh. I liked Altered Beast. Mm, yeah, for uh, Genesis. Welcome to your doom. Like that lady that was... Did it say that? I don't yeah. remember it saying Welcome that. to your... And then that was like right before the big fight, like to fight a boss or whatever. I don't remember that one. Um, was that also... What was the other one where like... Megan, you have a spider on your shirt. Oh, Jesus, fuck, John. I thought it was an alligator. Stop it. <laughs> it's a spider. It's just a little tiny spider. Big fucking deal. It scared Jesus. me. You almost, I'm 40 now. You almost gave me a goddamn coronary. How fuck, can there John. be an alligator in Frisco, Texas? I don't know. Where'd it go? But that seemed like it was proportionate to your reaction. Oh, shit. <sighs> what was I saying? I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about how you knew you were gay, John. Uh, what was the one where there was like a, like there was a dwarf and there was gauntlet. A, uh, yeah, golden axe. Golden, golden axe. axe. That's yeah. right. Uh, and there was a, the Amazon. Like there were those little pots of yeah. something, and they yeah. made this little clinking noise. Yeah, it gave you life. Yeah, you got them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't. I only had a, a Nintendo, but uh, Nini and Josh had. All of the game systems, including a Neo Geo. Mm-mm, nope. No. Except for that. So I would go over there and watch them play video games. They had an Atari. Had oh, a, so jealous of an Atari when I was little. Yeah. Pitfall. Pitfall. Super Pitfall. That was the, yeah, the only Bowling. game. That I, Those um, were good ones. Never played that one. Uh, did you ever play Streets of Rage? On Genesis? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh. That was the same thing as Golden Axe, except a street fighting version. But it was o- literally almost like just a, what, like a shell over Golden Axe, kind of. Oh, really? Yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. It was very similar. Um, do you have an Xbox or PlayStation or anything like that now that you play with? Uh, no. I mean, I do have like a computer game right now that I'm playing, but I sold uh, all my machines and stuff. Oh, damn. You like, need to get like an about Xbox. About a year and a half ago. No, I I decided that I I don't want to I don't like like the way that we're becoming like too cyber or whatever. Mm. Like like I I already have to look at my freaking computer and cell phone all the time for work and for other reasons. Like 
I just don't think, I feel like people need to physically interact with the world and other people directly more and not play video games and look at Facebook and stuff like that so much. That makes me sad. Because you're doing it? No, because there's a new Streets of Rage that it's just released. Uh, one afternoon when I came over here, how long did we spend watching oh. just the computer play itself? Or um, Mortal, the new Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Yeah. yeah. I was letting just the robot play. Yeah. Man, yeah. they fucking, like, they pull spinal columns out and... Yeah, hearts. Then, like, quarter people. Mm-hmm. It's really something. Yeah. <sighs> God damn it. Is that after this? Mysteries? Well, yeah, I'm supposed to. I need to work a little bit today. Okay. But because I have tomorrow off, I took tomorrow off, which is I shouldn't do it, but I'm just overworked. And so, what do you do, do when you're overworked? <laughs> Take a day off. Yes. Because I'm, you know, burnt out. Uh, but I'm like, man, I want to watch all of Unsolved Mysteries now. The new one? Yes. It's really that good because they did remake it at some point uh, with that like New York guy with the mustache, the white mustache. I don't know what his name is. Michael Bolton? <laughs> no. Michael Bolton doesn't have a white mustache. I'm thinking of the other one, the, the, the motherfucker that the former uh, defense, was he defense secretary? The guy that just got out of a book that he's telling that Trump oh. sucks. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the, the Grammy Award winner. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, it's some other guy. It's some actor. I don't know. I don't know what his fucking name is. Anyway, they redid it a few years ago, and it was fucking trash. So no. this one was this, it was just like a doc. Right? It was just an hour long documentary. The All first right. one was about a woman whose uh, husband died, and they the police tried to say it was a suicide, but there's a lot of mysterious circumstances involved with it. And it was very sad. Hmm. Hmm. At one point, the Freemasons were mentioned. Then they brought in the Russians. The, all in one episode? Yeah, the, the financial advisors that he was working for all immediately got lawyered up and refused to talk. Okay. Maybe I'll revisit it. Yeah. See what what, what they have to offer me. Uh, Nini hasn't seen What We Do in the Shadows. <gasps> I heard it was good, though. It's very funny. <laughs> it's very funny, but I, I don't recommend watching. It's not a really a bingey show, I don't think. I think so. I could watch three before I'm like, I've lost interest. Uh, I don't feel that way about it. Did you finish the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that that was the last episode, so I was like waiting for weeks for the next one. I'm like, what the fuck? Why did it get canceled? Because I thought yeah. it was renewed. I don't, I don't know when the new season's coming, but I think there is one, so... That episode with the energy vampire getting promoted... Colin Robinson. ...was one of the funniest episodes I've <laughs> seen in a while. An energy vampire is someone who, like, sucks the life force out of yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. By just, like, <laughs> engaging you in very boring conversation where they just tell you things that you don't care about yeah. in great detail. Yes. Yeah. When he comes home and Nadia asks him how his day was, and he goes, Like you give a shit! <laughs> Oh, Callan Robinson. Yep. Uh, well, it's about an hour. It's 52 minutes. I cannot believe it. It's just flying, flown by. It's because you're having so much fun. Yeah, it's because I talked the entire time and didn't let you guys speak. So uh, so this is our podcast. We talk about absolutely nothing. Uh, My apologies for people you might have offended earlier. Oh, you don't really mean it, though. Wow. 
It's it's sweet to say. <laughs> however, <laughs> just as just in case. Um, weird times. Weird times. Yeah, I'm forty weird now. Times. You're forty. So, Where's the plague going on? I went to the grocery store to get your red velvet cupcake Aww. and a card, and I saw these uh, two motherfuckers walking in without their mask. I'm like, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna be. Um, disappointed they're allowed to do that <laughs> nope because they, had, they t- turn right oh, back around good. yeah it's a ordinance now oh in collin county uh no just statewide if oh if really you're, yeah if your county has i think i don't remember what the the threshold is but some some amount of confirmed cases then you're required to wear them that in seems public. confusing they should just make it yeah just well, statewide this isn't that hard just right. wear a fucking mask yeah. period like across the whole country not mm-hmm. not difficult right uh, Some people say it's against their uh, freedom. Yeah, well, those those people maybe have misinterpreted some things as freedoms that yeah. aren't actually. It's really not that big of a deal. Or rights. It's not that big of a deal. I never. What do you mean? <laughs> I have to put this mask on. <laughs> we didn't even talk about Russia putting bounties on it, our troops' heads. Oh yeah, I read about that. Nothing happens. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What's this? I don't know about this. Uh, Putin. Oh, you didn't hear about that? No. Uh, uh, Putin. I like how you you perfectly pronounce the T's and everything. Putin. Well, you need to be clear. Putin. 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 He apparently, uh, God damn it, was uh, put a bounty on uh, for Afghanistan, the Taliban, for uh, American soldiers. American soldiers. And Trump knew about this. I think it was in his uh, daily briefings as far back as 2019, and. Never addressed it. Mm. Somebody in the in the White House is leaking, leaking, leaking to the reporters, and they're sharing it. And then there's then they're just outraged at the leaks and not, you know, right? How dare you? How dare you leak that my friend Putin <laughs> <laughs> may or may not? I think he said it was a Democrat Democrat hoax. He's a fanboy. Trump is a fanboy. He is. Gross. He's terrible. So you're going to vote for Kanye? <laughs> we were talking about that <laughs> I was going to say that, it, I mean, I wish I could say I can't believe that he's Paris Hilton is talking about running or that, that people she would was going to run too. And I'm like, what's going on with Man. the world? It's somewhat frightening, though. <laughs> I mean, we know that Trump got where he is partly by being a reality TV star and social media, you know, user. Is that like going to be the characteristics of our future leadership? Because I find that to be somewhat disturbing. It I is mean, problematic. Like, sure. like it's it's way too populist. I mean, there is like, even though it, I know there's like elite people that are like manipulating the system and stuff, mm-hmm. and they're not necessarily our friends. Uh, they do serve an important function, which is not letting like complete idiots like Trump uh, go anywhere, right? And now he's sort of removed that filtering function and now it's like i don't know 
Now, now he's making other people feel like they can be president too. He's like lowered the bar, <laughs> and and their feeling is probably correct. All you need to do, <laughs> all you need to do, is have a platform, right? Who cares whether you're qualified? <laughs> uh, the only is there any reality show type person that you think could actually do a good job? Because the only person that I can think of off the top of my head is the bar rescue guy. <laughs> I don't watch TV or anything, so I'm yeah. the wrong guy to ask. Oh my gosh, you don't Robert? watch TV. You don't play video games. What about Robert Stack? I know he's dead, but is that Unsolved Mysteries guy? Yeah. No, he'd be horrible. Why? Because everything would be a fucking mystery and it'd be unsolved. We want somebody that fixes. We need a fixer. I think I feel more comfortable with things being a mystery than be so <laughs> being so transparent that it keeps me from sleeping at night. Uh, he's very serious, though. Yeah, he that's is good. That. Yeah. I mean, I never saw him make one joke. Alex Trebek would be good, maybe. But I think he has... He's starring. He has not long to live, probably. Um, Mary Hart would not be good, because she's a white supremacist. (laughs) It's Mary Hart. (laughs) Entertainment Tonight. She has a very Stepford wife type of... Yeah, I know who you're talking about. She's been on there for forever. She has big old eyes, and she's always like very wooden. What about John Tesh? Fuck that guy, no. He's a Christian guy, right? I have no idea, but I thought he was... John Tesh, isn't he like a singer? No, he was also in Entertainment Tonight. Yeah, yeah but, but he's he... a pianist also. Yes, yeah. fuck that guy, no. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, no, I, I mean, no, I can't think of... I don't even... Bar Rescue Guy would be great. I don't know who that is. Never seen Bar Rescue? No. Even though it's fake, it's one of the... It's, it's entertaining. Okay. He goes into bars and he rescues them. And sometimes he doesn't. When the owners are just dicks and they refuse refuse to... Just lets them fail. Well, this is the scenario. They always have hidden cameras, which you're an attorney. You can't put hidden cameras in bars and stuff without them knowing, can you? If the owner is consenting, they can't, That's That's the the hidden camera part. They know that the camera's there and they catch the the waitresses and bar staff doing horrible things and the, the kitchen crew, like... You know, dropping fucking meat on the ground and just, and just picking pick it, it up. up yeah. You know, like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. stuff they do is like, this is so fucking fuck. I mean, you could do that legally if it's your restaurant, right? Yeah, I'm not totally sure. I mean, there's rules like one party consent versus two party consent for like recording conversations. I yeah. think that would probably apply to video recordings as well, but I'm not totally sure. But, <gasps> but like in Ohio, as long <laughs> as one person to a conversation consents to it, then it's okay, right? So I can, you know, if I want to record a conversation between you and me, I can do that and I don't need to tell you. But in California, it's it's two parties. So it's it's actually, I think it's a felony to, mm-hmm. to uh, record uh, some, if, if like two people live in California and one of them records the conversation, I think that's a felony. Mm. I think it would come down to whether or not bars are considered public or private places, yeah. right? Because I know like the, a lot of the upskirt laws they can't do it because if you're step out in public then your your right to privacy is gone have you heard of people like putting cameras on their shoes to take yeah video up of up women's skirts have i (laughs) (laughs) i don't know Um, i guess we need to wrap up though don't we it's intriguing this conversation has been recorded by the way i know that okay i love attorney talk do you it's just they're so they're wise (laughs) i don't know 
they make messes of their lives just like everyone else. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the thing is you hope they are wise. <laughs> I'm just like just talk and make it sound like you know what you're talking about, and then my. Uh, I mean, actors do that too, John. They're... I do miss no actors, or that's that's performative. Well, I'm I'm suggesting that perhaps it's also performative for attorneys to do it. <sighs> Not good attorneys. Well, who knows the difference? Nini's a good attorney. <laughs> I don't know. Probably, I've never been his client. Can't say. <laughs> Enjoy the song "Crimson and How, how Did I Clover. Fuck it up? Clover, Crimson and Clover" by the Pom Pom Squad. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Okay, bye. 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 Thank <laughs> you.